Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Wrapping up the solstice month already. Six turn of the calendar page done. Hey, we're inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. We get a June 25th and 26th. When it comes to the flounder people, just go fishing. Just go. Don't you know, be on the internet looking for reports, checking this, checking that, checking that. Play your tides right and just go. The bays especially, also the inlets, are paved with flatties. Okay, some are napkin size. The overwhelming majority are placemat size, as in keepers. And you still have some fish here, five, six, seven, eight pounds, up to double-digit doormat size. Saw some caught this week. There is some great opportunities out there. This is okay. It's really accelerating now. Out front, water's still cold. The wrecks, the rocks, the reefs, the rubble, the nasty stuff, the muscle beds. You're going to find some uh, some nice flatties, but you want action. You want a lot of rod bending. Get in the back. Stay in the back. On the freshwater front, let's see. The South Jersey Hook This Bass Club is hosting a tournament next Saturday, the 2nd of July, at Union Lake. Open Buddy Bass Tournament. Go to sjbca.org. It's South Jersey Bass Club Association.org to get in on this if you're the competitive nature. And South Jersey is loaded with some prime bass fishing waters. And I'll tell you, Union Lake is one of them, and you may run into some of the smallies in there. I'll tell you, you know what comes up that fish ladder? Leaves the lake, comes in the lake. You have no idea. Okay, we're up against our first break. Really jam show. We're talking bow fishing next. Captain Dom Troisi, full draw bow fishing. Summertime fun with the bow. Grab that cup, grab that red. We'll be right back. Rack and Finn Radio. And Governor Murphy's in the Wawa chair. Be right back. Rack and Finn Radio. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. Rack and Finn Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, 72 days, but who's counting? Archery deer season opens up in certain DMZs around the state. Again, Ute Day is going to be September 24th. This will be September 10th. Again, it's going to be the earn a buck. Have to shoot an antlerless first. Okay, that includes button bucks for those so inclined. Hey, I'm a meat man myself, but you see those little those little pop-ups up there? Now, I'll, I'll pass on those. Rather go for the doski. But, hey, you don't have to wait for that time. I know you're going to be shooting your bows, doing the, you know maybe some 3D courses, whatever. Why not try the ultimate, the ultimate summer primer for the bow season? How about bow fishing? Probably one of the most underrated summertime. And I'll tell you, it goes right into October and starts as early as what, late March or, or early April in there. It is a lot of fun, especially in the, in the waters where you're going to have your carp. You're going to have, whoa, the snakeheads. And uh, it, it's just it's just a lot of fun. You can shoot suckers, eels, the whole nine yards. It's a great primer. How to say primer or primer? I don't even know. I have to look at the dictionary. Fanatical sayings these days. Join us online right now. Very special guest. I was able to catch him live. Captain Dominic Troisi, owner of Full Draw Bow Fishing, based at Hamilton Ross Marina, 2445 South Lamberton Road on the Delaware River, where it is hot and heavy. Going crazy with the bow fishing opportunities and doesn't have to be on the Delaware per se. Any waters where you have, again, check the local ordinances. Some counties do not allow bow fishing for whatever reason, even though the arrow is tethered. You know, so anyway, Captain Dom is joining us. Tell us about this exciting summertime sport. Dom, how you doing, man? Good morning, Tom P. Snake heads down. What is going on up there yeah, in the Delaware? Dom, like you said, Tom P there going crazy. And Dom, besides yeah, that, you, you have you have the carp, you have you have the, you have the uh, common carp, you have the Amor, you know, the Russian uh, the, the weed eaters. It's just crazy time, man. It is. This is a this is a weird season. There's more snakeheads around this year than than all the other years, that's for sure. Dom, yeah, going to that record, what you have your tally so far, and it's only the end of June, and you still have another three, four months left. What's going on? Yeah. As of uh, about an hour ago, we're up to 295 snakeheads for the season. And uh, last year we shot 244 through the whole year, so there's wow. definitely more. They're plentiful. Dom, are they in the Delaware proper? They're in the tributaries? What's the dealio? They're everywhere. They're literally everywhere. Uh, we're seeing a lot of them in the early season, 
um, in the slacker water, you know, but mm-hmm. uh, this time of year, it seems like you find any pad, lily pad, weed patch, there, there's going to be four, five, six of them in there. Now, Dom, two, the, one of my faves, the carp, the common carp, and I guess the weed eaters, the yeah. Russian, the Amores, whatever. You got some logs going on there, bro. Yeah, we shot a big one last night. We shot a big grass carp last night, probably 40 pounds. And, uh, and they're a lot, I know you've had them a lot bigger than that, or seen them anyway a lot yeah. bigger than that. Yeah, I think our biggest we have is 71. Um, <laughs> buddy of mine's kid got state record. Oh, when was that? Was what, last year, year before? Yeah, two years ago. Yep, 76 pounds. And Dom, uh, from, yeah, from what I understand, these things can get close to uh, 100, can they not? I mean, that's a really old yeah, fish, but with with all yeah. that, that prime habitat and vegetation, man, they're like, it's like putting me in an Italian bakery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dom's laughing right now because he knows my proclivities. Well, well Dom, let, uh, to the bow fishing game itself, summertime is prime season. Would you, would you agree? I agree. Yep. Yep. And yeah, we start in March, and uh, we'll go all the way through. This year, I got to end in October. I got another obligation, so. Mm-hmm. But now, uh, yeah, it, we fish seven nights a week. Now, again, I was just going to ask you, Dom. Is it strictly a night deal? Is that when you get the closest? I mean, in, in the in the uh, bright sun, they can be spookier. They're deep. What's the deal? Yeah, so the daytime works. Uh, it's just a little bit more challenging. You got to have no clouds and no wind. And you're you're constantly on the run at night. It doesn't really matter. They're they're everywhere. So they're up on the flats and the shallows. And when you say well, John, when you say shallow, give me an idea. Two feet, three feet, what? We're fishing like eighteen inches of water all night. Maybe maybe twenty four. Yeah, it's pretty shallow. And your boat so can your in. boat can get in there. Yeah, I can get into about mm, eight inches. Describe that vessel, please. Listeners, this is a custom battle wagon for the Delaware, man. The only thing you need on here is a fifty caliber. Look like McHale's Navy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I had a custom boat built in, uh, in Mississippi in, uh, last year. It's 20 feet, 20 feet. Just, you know, it's pretty basic. Got the lights, generator set up. Uh, they shoot four people off the boat. Uh, do have another boat coming? It's going to be able to shoot six people. Whoa, 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 whoa! Um, you had it built. Well, I remember. I remember you calling me saying you were making that trip. That Mississippi? Why there? Yeah, there was no. There was no other manufacturer between there, here, and there. Uh, now there is. Just you know, I, if you're going to build one, you build the right one, and he's the best. So we spent the money and the time and designed it and. Now, how is this? How is this? When you first started, what was that? Eight, nine years ago, the improvements in the vessels, and, and again, the shooting opportunities. Go, go through your stages, please. So, when I first started, we would shoot quite a few common carp. You know, we didn't really it wasn't real hard to do. It wasn't have to travel. Just there was they were just everywhere. But times change. You know, these fish move. They get different patterns, and and when I first started, for us to see. Five snakeheads a week was a lot. Like, we never saw them, you know, mm-hmm. here or there. Now there's nights we see 100, 100 plus. Whoa! There's a very, very oh. small section of the river. Wow. Yeah. Now, are you are you heading up into any of the tribs at all? Or do you don't even have to? Yeah, they're, 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 they're in the main stem. They're everywhere. They're up past Route 80. I heard there's some in Port Jervis. They're all the way down... Salem, they're way into the Rancocas. Oh. Oldman's Creek, Raccoon's Creek, anywhere. Anything that can get flooded, they're Mount Laurel and the, and the lakes in Mount Laurel now. They're everywhere. So, Dom. And you're not, well, you can't stop them. Again, on a, someone books a trip with you, uh, sands a, a massive thunderstorm and, and ugly water or something like that. They're going to be getting shots, correct? So, if it's. How, how I base my business, if, it, if it's not perfect, if we have. The fishing's slow, or the tides aren't right, or the the main thing is the weather. If the weather's terrible, we're not going to go. I mean, my my goal is to really fill a boat with fish and make sure everybody has a good experience. I do cancel trips. I do, you know, cancel. I canceled the first one last night. I had two trips last night. I had eight to twelve, and it was pretty windy. It was well, it was raining. Mm-hmm. 
And then at one this morning, these guys wanted to go, so we fished from 1 a.m. to 5 a.m., and we shot them pretty good. There's a lot of fish around them. And you sleep when, Troycey? <laughs> <laughs> i got to be back in the boat by 1 p.m. <laughs> Listen, we're speaking with Captain Dom Troycey, owner, proprietor, CEO, head muggity muck, full draw boat fishing, based in Hamilton, Ross Marina, 2445 Lamberton Road. So, Dom, you're based, again, basically in a Trenton area. So you really don't have to travel far for optimum shooting, correct? No, I don't go very far. I mean, it's we're at a four-hour trip, so... You know, I only mm -hmm. the furthest I'll go is about a twenty-five minute boat ride, and then you know we're fishing. On the average, Cap, on the average, you have four people on the boat. And listeners, believe me, the gals are really getting into this too. How many shots can you expect? Optimum conditions, um, optimum conditions. What do you think? For all four people, yeah, um, probably five hundred shots a night, four hundred. Shit, man, I'm gonna have to. I used to, I used to count. <laughs> I used to have a clicker and count them all, but. I'm gonna have to get. I'm gonna have to get my rotator coast checked if I do one of these trips, man. Well, yeah, now, I mean, now you supply the equipment, okay? Now it's state of the art. But uh, to get started in bow fishing, the layperson, what's really? I mean, it can be as expensive or inexpensive as one wants to make it. Correct? With again, with the basic equipment. Yeah, but the basic equipment is as good as the top of the line. It's just you know, it's what you want to spend, like I. I shoot really good equipment, and uh -huh. a good setup for me is well, three, four hundred bucks. And I've had some PSC Discovery bows, some AMS reels that are original, so they're eight years old. Mm -hmm. You figure to get fished two hundred and seventy-five trips a year for the last eight years, and I've had no problems with them. So, so I saw a guy. I saw a guy way back when on the East Creek down by what's that Pickle Factory Pond or somewhere down by Bell Plain. Some big tidal river carp, and he had what looked like a giant Zebco push button reel mounted by mm -hmm. his riser. Now, is that, is that still in the game? Yeah, uh, Muzzy makes a reel like that. Um, a lot of guys still shoot them. Uh, I shoot a bottle reel, it's, it's a little more dependable. You don't really mm -hmm. break, the line's a little bit heavier, and it's easier for everybody to use. So. It's for me. It's the way to go. Captain Dominic, crossbow, recurve, or longbow, or all three uh, on your boat? Uh, I don't let crossbows on the boat anymore. Okay, because uh, I just got killed. Whoa! <laughs> hey! Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, scratch, uh, scratch that segment over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. An arrow took my hat right off the boat, right off my head. Yeah, I just got killed. So, yeah, yeah, I don't like that. Uh, all, all, uh, Dom, all kidding aside. But, Dom, uh, to the point of contact, there's myriad bow fishing heads out there. What do you prefer? Mm -hmm. As for what to shoot? Yeah, what, what's, what's uh, on your boat? What, what heads do you like? You find more efficient and really hold the anchor there, man. Oh, um, interlock. Interlocks are the best. Mm -hmm. they're, they're by far the best. Now, insofar as you come with a, 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 upon a 50-pound grass carp, a 40-pound comma carp, big snakehead, mm -hmm. I mean, these things will anchor it, predicated the shots in the right place. Yeah, I mean, this, this, we're shooting the same thing snakeheads as we shoot alligators with and, and rays and everything else. It's the same tip. They're, they're the best. They are by far the best. Okay, joining us on Rack and Fin this morning is Captain Dom Troisi, full draw bow fishing based out of Hamilton Ross Marina, 2445 South Lamberton Road. We are going to be talking bow fishing in a second segment. I want to talk, Dom, before we can touch on it. And a shout out to Chuck Berwick there, former owner of Bangers, out there on Pawnee Hollow Road. Man, I miss you, Chuck. Congratulations on being a new dad. Dom, what about, let's touch on this a little later, what about saltwater bow fishing in New Jersey? Other states have it. Why not here? People, grab that cup, uh, grab that Red Bull. Be right back with Oh, He's fired up, man, with Captain Dom Troisi, Rackin' Fin Radio. If you're wondering what to do with your money in these unusual economic times, or if you have questions about retirement planning, IRAs, 401ks, or taxes, then listen to The Heart of Your Money, Saturday morning at 8 on WPG, featuring author and financial expert Joe Yakovich. The Heart of Your Money will focus on you, your family, and your financial portfolio the heart of your money with joe yakovich saturday morning at 8 on wpg talk radio 95.5 
We're Town Square Media. And along with the awesome radio station you're listening to right now, we're publishers of best-in-class national entertainment brands like Taste of Country, Pop Crush, and more. And when combined with our local brands, we can reach over 70% of consumers in our community. At Town Square, all this digital cloud puts us in a unique position to help local businesses grow with powerful marketing solutions. In addition to local radio, we're experts at web design and SEO, plus targetable advertising solutions like streaming TV, addressable geofencing, YouTube, Snapchat, Facebook, Spotify, search engine marketing, and so much more. That may sound like a lot of buzzwords, but really all that matters is we can deliver a relevant and ideal target audience to your business with data-informed decisions. No guessing, no waste, and you gain a trusted marketing partner with Town Square Media. Take your business to the next level. Call our director of sales, Jim McLean, today at 609-910-5247. Big Wally's Furniture Store. Big, big discounts, selection and more. Save big money when you walk through the door. At Big Wally's Furniture Store. Big Wally's Furniture Store. Living rooms, dining rooms, bedrooms galore. Carolina Furniture, direct to your door. From Big Wally's Furniture Store. Stop by Big Wally's today and see why Big Wally is saying we are the other store at the Jersey Shore with Beach Decor. Check out their new line of beautiful seashore prints, colored furniture, and wicker and rattan. Big Wally's Furniture Store. Save big money when you walk through the selection and more at Big Wally's Furniture Store. Come see Big Wally, 514 New Road, Summers Point. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Yeah, back inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Week of June 25th and 26th. Hot summer fun with the bow fishing. Joining us on the line is Captain Dom Troyce. He full draw bow fishing. So, Dom, this is what I want to talk about. Before, you know, we mentioned the snakeheads and the carp. Before we get into some uh, little technique here and then the saltwater topic, as we discussed before the break, I understand. Hey, man, listeners, these are big. These are, these are big. Dom, I understand flatheads and channel cats are legal quarry with the bow. Yes, yes, you can shoot them, and there's plenty of them around now. Flatheads, sure. do you think the flatheads down were chasing out the channels or two different niches there in the river habitat system? What do you think? I I know they eat them. I mean, I, the flatheads eat pretty much everything they can. I mean, they're not they're not picky. I mean, I've I've had them with bass in them and catfish, shad. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Um, how how better. how big are these flatheads, man? The uh, biggest one we caught, rod and reel, 61 pounds, and the biggest one we shot with the bow was 54. Did you say 61 pounds? Why isn't there a state record classification, freshwater for flatheads? Like, not having one, oh, Bureau of Freshwater Fisheries, not having one, also for snakeheads, doesn't mean it's going to go away. You know what I'm saying, Dom? No, Other states no, have it. There, I, I caught them out in Ohio. They're a tremendous, tremendous game fish. But, Dom, you hit one of those now. Where are you get fish that big, especially? And, and the grass carp. Where is the prime target point? Where are you aiming for the most solid connection? What do you got? Well, I can tell you, you don't want to shoot them in the head. Uh, no matter how much weight you're shooting, that the head on a flathead, even the big channel cats, them arrows really don't go through them. <laughs> So you're you're trying to hit him in the body somewhere. Okay, just add, just so after the gills. You, know, you, got, you just aim. You know, you got two three seconds to make that decision. You know, after you realize what it is, and and you just try to hit it. That's it. Wherever it hits, it hits. Well, Dom, for for the novices, and I'm saying that for my benefit, people, and in the boating, I've done it from the bank. And oh man, I miss doing it on the Millstone River. Boy, you talk about some slippery ass mud. It's like that movie, My Cousin Vinny. Down the slope you go. Well, Dom, I mean, do you give some direction? Shoot now, or do you leave it up to up to the people's timing or lack thereof? I, uh, you know, I, I let them do what they want to do, but you know, I usually point the fish out because the first few trips, it's kind of hard to tell what you're shooting at. Mm -hmm. 
So uh, people always ask, you know, what, you know, what, what is this? What is that? Can we shoot this? Can we shoot that? And I go through the whole list, and I'll go through the whole list all night. So it's not a real big deal. So, Tom, um, you have you have channel cats. You have again. What about bullheads? Yeah, you can shoot bullheads. It got to be twelve inches. We uh -huh. don't see very many in the Delaware. Okay, so um, you have channel cats. You have flatheads. You have the the amor. I call them the amors. The Russian, the grass carp. You have the common carp. Uh, you have mm -hmm. the snake heads. That's a mm -hmm. so that's a pretty that's a pretty good you know menu yeah. right there. We can shoot shad too, gizzards and Americans. I don't see very many Americans, but we shoot a lot of gizzards. Well, we shoot at a lot of gizzards. They're hard to hit. Fast little suckers, huh? <laughs> Crafty, yeah. <laughs> well, Dom, tide phases. What's the most optimum? The last two hours of the outgoing tide's the best. If you want to do it, that's when you want to be there because. High tide. We have a nine foot tide swing, just just about eight, just about eight and a half feet, really. And at high tide, you have to cover so much more ground. At low tide, they all get pushed into smaller and smaller areas, and mm -hmm. it's a lot easier to find them. You know, especially when you shoot snakeheads, you got to be at low tide. Now, Dom, do you find the uh, uh, bow fishing, for lack of a better, uh, lack of a better term, participation? Do you find that increasing in, in Jersey, especially along the Delaware, and again, some of the other title uh, tributaries, like the Rancocas yeah. and the Old Man's, whatever? You see it yep. uh, on the rise, correct? Yeah, I mean, when I first started, you know, you see two, three boats out there in a week. Now you can go out there on a Saturday night, and some nights you see 10, 12, 15 rigs, you know, at a shot. And mm. everybody's really cool. Everybody's cordial. Everybody helps everybody out. Well, that, that's, uh, that's, that's different community. That's for sure. Uh, I was going to say, that's nice to know, but it seems, uh, Captain Troy's, as you're saying now with this, the vicinity of the snakeheads, there's going to be targets forever. I mean, there's no stopping these things. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is, uh, you know, guys like to catch them rod and reel and I get that and they don't really appreciate what I do, but the same aspect. You're not really allowed to put them back when you catch them rod and reel, so I'm kind of doing the same thing. And I'm seeing that um, uh, on Facebook, on these YouTubes, oh, let them go, let them go, which is contrary to, to, to law on the yeah, Jersey side, yeah. correct? Correct. And it's pretty much every everywhere now. There's Pennsylvania the same way and New Jersey. Uh, but, you know, guys like to catch them rod and reel, and I, there are, uh, there's really one main guy that does it rod and reel. Mm -hmm. and he's right next to me. And we talk every day. So he's doing the same thing I am. He's just doing a bit of rod and reel on him. Now, Captain Don, predicated on your, your clientele, can someone request bow you know, bow and arrow, bow fishing? We're strictly after the biggest flatheads you can find, and you'll key on those and not bother with the snakeheads? I mean, is, is it up to the client, or is it is your call what you're going to shoot? I mean, you can shoot whatever you want. You know, it's, that's legal. Mm -hmm. Uh but if you want to just target flatheads, that's that's a rod and reel game. You know, bow fishing for for flatheads is pretty hard. They're they're pretty crafty, and they sit in the nastiest log jams. You really can't get into them. We get lucky and catch them going from one spot to another. That's how we go. Don, for these guys that, that are that are rod and reeling the flatheads, especially again, I'm a saltwater guy too. People, don't get your asses up in here. The fly like. This is a freshwater fish. I mean, they're good with the stripers, yeah. And they hook on one of these flatheads, especially that gnarly cover. What do you think? Any of them are surprised? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's. <laughs> you got it's some knuckle busters, fight. man. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole different fight. They're uh, they're definitely the strongest guy in the river. That's for sure. They they don't mess around. You hook one of them, and you know it. You know they're. They'll, they'll break your tackle. They'll, they'll test your knot strength, that's for sure. So this is Captain Dom Troisi, also rod and reels for the giant uh, channels and the and the flatheads, which are just that's synonymous with the term giant. Well, Dom, you mentioned legality here. Pennsylvania license, all right, on the Jersey side on your boat? It is, but uh, the snakeheads are the issue. So Pennsylvania does not allow you to shoot snakeheads yet, as of now. So if you want to come to the river and and shoot snakehead, you got to have a New Jersey fishing license. You can buy a two-day non-resident, a mm -hmm. couple bucks. Not much. Okay, Captain Dom, let's get to the, uh, and I'm saying this for my benefit, 800-pound gorilla in the room here. The saltwater scene. Years ago, mm -hmm. you, Chuck Burrick, were instrumental, and, and they had a couple of people on the Marine Fisheries Council, I'm not going to name, were very pro in your favor on us. 
I don't know, it's a, uh, Don, that seemed to go nowhere. The cow nose rays in particular, the damage they do to the shellfish beds, what have you, and getting a, a season on them. Again, other side, Maryland and Delaware, you know, you're allowed to bow fish for them. What, Dominic, in your opinion, was like the stone wall here? I don't, I don't, unless I don't I'm, I'm really wrong here, that they passed the stone wall. What happened? I, I just think it was, uh, you know, it was negligence on our part. You know, we kind of slowed down when they tell you, all right, we're going to talk about it again next year, the next meeting or whatever, and, you know, 12, 14 months, whatever it was later. Right. You know, we get busy. You know, it's, uh, sure. you know, I run a guide business at the busiest time of year. Um, it's not that they don't want to have us. The, the the main thing was is what we were going to do with the rays um, once we shot them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're going to do the same thing, the guys in Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina. Uh, you know, you, you, you cook them. You, know, you eat them. It's a, you know, it's a known thing. Yeah. I've um, had them before. Publicity I, and, I've had them before. I mean, I prefer the spike butterfly ray, you know, whiter meat. Uh, it's, it's yeah. you know, stride or whatever. But uh, it's okay. And the thing now, yeah, Tom, I mean, question, which which begs the question, again, people, I'm bouncing all over. It's to get Troisi at least once a year. I'm going to celebrate with this one. Dom, the carp, the snakeheads, whatever that you're, that you're shooting, where do they go? Uh, they, now, people want to keep the snakeheads, but I'm saying the, the, the carp in particular. What do you got? Uh, a lot of people are starting to take them now. So I have... Um, some customers from Poland and Russia, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I have some people in Trenton um, that actually they want them. Okay, this was this is all new in the last few years. I used to give them the Cedar Run Wildlife Refuge, but I have enough people now to really want to take them. You know, especially you know the the bigger commons, they'll they'll take ten or fifteen at a time. Wow! So I'm okay with that because they eat them. You know, it's a tradition sure. for where they live and. And, you know, we, we take care of the fish for them. And at the end of the night, I give them a buzz. They stop by the boat and they pick them up. Fantastic. So, listen, nothing goes to waste on full draw bow fishing. Okay, Dom. And, Dom, again, to the snakeheads, I've had it once. And I was all right. You know, it was basically, I, I'm thinking the venue I caught it out of, a Newtown Lake up there, Hollingswood or somewhere up there. Uh, a little algae-like. But you're saying that the snakeheads out of the Delaware uh, prime table fair? They are. Um, I have people that come from oof, Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont. I just had guys from upstate New York come down. It's bucket list fish for them, and, you know, they want to eat them. So, uh, Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. You had guys come from where for snakeheads? Yeah, they come from all over. I just took a guy the other day from Arizona. <laughs> Not He just was in town working, but, you know, it's what they do. They want to shoot snakeheads, and... We have such a healthy population of them now. You can book trips right around them. Dom, yeah, the, so. again, keying in on the snakeheads. You're talking from what, late March through October? When do they, do they go in the mud? Do they go, you know? Yeah, we think they go in the mud. You know, I fished a small area at the beginning of the season where it was all carp. Not, nothing but carp. We shot a lot of them. And then, like a light switch, the temperature jumped four degrees, and we went back to that same spot. And I think we shot forty some snakeheads that night. So they just appeared. <laughs> yeah, that is that, crazy. That was the term fast and furious, man. Speaking of Captain Dom yeah. Troisi, full draw bow fishing. Listeners, bow fishing, great summer fun. Tune up to archery. Seventy two days till the fall bow season starts in certain DMZs. And besides shooting at targets, that's fun. The three D course that's fun. Get there and do something live. Like as in as uh Mr. Troisi says, Captain Dom. These snakeheads uh-huh. are good eating. Dom, give that phone number, website, please. Facebook, how do people get in touch? No, they can call me, text me, 609-820-5595. They can go on my website at fulldrawbowfishing.com. And I'm both on I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Okay, Captain Dom, you know, from my end here, from uh, from the uh, the fat man's end here, or all the, the all the, the shoots like you know midnight one o'clock in the morning. I'm in La La Land by then. <laughs> what's the yeah, early? So what's the early? Should go out. <laughs> I go by the tide. You know, uh, you know the, the the early trips are easier ones for me. That's for sure. But it seems like the late trips are always more productive. So I don't know.
Okay, I got I got to figure I don't out know if it's because I got the best shooters at night at one o'clock in the morning, but that's just how it is. There we go, Captain Dom Troisi, full draw boat fishing listeners, based out of Hamilton Ross Marina, two four four five South Lamberton Road. Check it out. In biz, eight years, going on nine years, and smoking them on the Delaware and the tributaries. Try the summer bow fishing. will blow your mind. Captain Dom, hope to see you one of these days, man. Yeah, that'd be good, Tom. Hey, question, question. You still doing the tuna thing? Not bow fishing, people. Yeah. Are you still doing <laughs> not, not up here, but I go to North Carolina and do it. That's for sure. Dude, and the hog hunting down North Carolina? Yeah, I did the hogs and the bears. And the bear hunting, oh. Captain Dom, yeah. you rock. We'll be in touch. Best of the misses, man. We'll see you. All right. Full draw bow fishing, people. Check it out. Summer fun, man. Knock your socks off. Great time. Just bring, uh, bring some good bug spray. Those skeeters can be torturous. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. News. I'm Carmen Roberts. Democratic leaders hope to harness their party's outrage and sadness at the ballot box after the Supreme Court struck down Roe v. Wade. With your vote, you can act. You can have the final word. This is not over. President Biden urging Americans to elect Democrats to Congress to pass a federal abortion rights law. For now, the high court says it's up to states to set those policies. Republican Senator Mike Lee. This is what the Republican form of government looks like. It allows people through their elected lawmakers to make laws, including laws uh, regarding how best to protect unborn human life. Nearly half the states are set to ban abortion. And up to 40,000... Army National Guard soldiers have until Thursday to set to get a COVID vaccine or face getting kicked out of the service. America's listening to Fox News. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Mostly sunny today with a high 89. Clear skies for tonight with a low 65. Sunny to partly cloudy tomorrow with a high 90. Monday overcast and humid with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm with a high of 77. I'm AccuWeather's Gregory Patrick on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And yes, Governor Murphy, that stooge under the gold dome is absolutely apoplectic. He's losing his mind about the Supreme Court decision regarding the Second Amendment. How does this auger for New Jersey? Yes, people, the right to carry. The ban on that is absolutely unconstitutional, as the New Jersey Association of Rifle and Pistol Clubs have been saying, the NRA has been saying, Second Amendment has been saying all along. Assemblyman Parker Space, R-24th, Senator Steve Oroho, R-24th, and Senator Howard's R-24th have put out a press release on this and just saying, how does this auger now for New Jersey, the constitutional outlaw of the right to carry. Parker Space, thanks for joining us today, brother. Good morning. How are you? Lock, cocked, and ready to rock. Uh, pun intended on Parker. Uh, very, very, uh, just well-written press releases explaining it all. The Second Amendment stands. Uh, congratulations on uh, on this whole thing happening. No, I mean, we're, we're happy with it, you know, with, with New York State, and hopefully, you know, we can get some, you know, more divisive action here on it in New Jersey. I mean, we're ready to lock and load. It's been a long time coming, and, and we're ready for it. I'll be the first one in line for my concealed carry permit. I can guarantee that. <laughs> a seven space. There's 43 states now uh, that have uniform statewide allowances for concealed carry. Now, Murphy's is promising even more anti-Second Amendment, anti-gun you know, legislation He's not addressing the gangbangers, people of the crime ridden in the cities. He's going after the honest gun owners here, the law-abiding citizens. He's promising even more. He's going to be flipping his lid, Assemblyman. Oh, yeah. I, I believe on either Wednesday or Thursday this coming week, we, we got, you know, there's going to be like eight or nine different gun bills up again. And it's just useless, feel-good legislation that does nothing to help except, you know, encroach again on the rights of, you know, the law-abiding citizens. And, and Parker, it seems that the Dem on the Democrat side of the aisle, they were in lockstep with uh, Murphy on this. I was going to say another word, but I can't. Uh, Chris Coleman, you got me there. My producer, no, no, no. But, uh, I mean, uh, 
when you when you ask some of the Democrats that I've questioned, well, it's for it's for the good. It's for safety. We have to keep our people safe. It's people like you who want who, who have no problem with schools being shot up. And I just looked at this guy. And I just shook my head and, and literally walked away. Parker, that's so insane. There, are there uh, do you know Parker, any pro Second Amendment Democrats in Jersey that, that are in the assembly? Not that I know of. And if there were any, they're afraid to take any action. And, you know, what amazes me is, you know, they were all, you know, it's always a tragedy, obviously, anytime there's a mass shooting, which we've seen, sure. you know. But you never hear from the Democrats anything about all the people shot every single day in Chicago and Camden and Philadelphia. I mean, you can run down the list of these Democrat cities. I think there's more people killed in a day probably than there's been mm -hmm. in any mass shooting in the last 10 years. They're, they don't say anything. And these are all towns or cities, excuse me, that are with the strongest gun laws that they have. Right. So, what, come on. What are we going with this? Join us online at uh, Summerman Parker Space R24 up there in Sussex County. Uh, uh, Senator Steve Orho, Senator Howards, probably the most pro-hunting, pro-outdoor, pro-Second Amendment uh team you know in the, in in new jersey uh under the under the uh, gold dome there well parker really the reality of us all trying to get this changed on the level now obviously murphy's making his move to run for the democratic uh, primary for president that's that's no secret that you know that's out there the possibility of something like this happening in jersey with the the right to carry uh, a pipe dream or what in your opinion uh well you said i mean hopefully you know with the the Supreme Court, like you said, if we can work with them, you know, here for New Jersey, um, I'm sure the the permitting process will be, you know, rather difficult with, uh, you know, the state. But, you know, when when you have a, you know, shawl, shawl, what is shawl carry or may carry, you know, so that's the, the verbiage that they have. So basically it's technically impossible to get a concealed carry. And, it, and one thing yeah. it, I just laugh every time when we're down in Trenton and there's a little bit of downtime and you're talking to the Democrats and it's like, Hey, what are you guys doing for the summer? Oh, we're going to Disney. We're going to Florida. It's like, aren't you guys scared to death? I said, everybody's carrying concealed down there. You know, it's like, <laughs> what? And, they, and they look at you like you got two heads, you know, it's like, why can't I do it here? But I have my concealed carry for Florida and I can do it down there. I right. mean, come on. Assemblyman, uh, 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 there are, uh, like you said, a slew of bills coming up again, a Senate committee, whatever. The one, the storage bill, your your guns have to be locked in a safe. Your ammos have to be locked in another safe in another room. And you have you know, just, just crazy stuff like that. You know, again, banning the 50 caliber. Okay, how many crimes have been committed and murders with a 50 caliber? Again, you're saying feel-good stuff. The 2907, that micro-stamping you know, for the smart gun stuff, Parker, that's what's extremely scary. I know they tried it in California. Uh, they passed it, what, 15, 20 years ago? Still not instituted. It seems like, again, a surreptitious move to eventually ban the sale of handguns in New Jersey. What do you think? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's their, you know, that that's their, you know, that's their thought process. But And, and as you said, I mean, with 50 cal, you know, if I'm citing my 270 to go elk hunting in Colorado, I'm very careful on how much I shoot because the damn, you know, each shell's yeah. three bucks a piece. You yeah. know? <laughs> how much is a 50 caliber? And, and, you know, I can't see somebody carrying 500 rounds of 50 caliber in their pocket, you know. So, I mean, they're just so out of touch. They have no idea. And with you know all, all these different you know laws that they tried in that it, it all circles back around like we keep saying it doesn't affect the criminal at all and parker one last one here uh, uh senate bill 2906 requires mandatory training for an fid card and four-year renewals do the gang bangers and criminals parker do you think they're going to follow that oh, yeah absolutely <laughs> not it's it's it, it, you you sit there and you shake your head, and you know the Democrats all think you know they, they're making a difference here in the world, and all they're doing is just like it always goes back, you know, just making it more difficult on us law-abiding citizens. If they lock the damn criminals up and threw away the key, we might not have these issues now, would we? But they, you know, they will have a revolving system. You know, you can go out and commit a murder, or rob a bank, whatever. You're in and out, mm -hmm. you're, you know, just revolving door. Lock the damn people up and throw away the key and get rid Absolutely. of these scumbags. So we don't have any issue then. Assemblyman, up uh, this coming November, uh, what do you think? I know you're going to be retiring. I wish you weren't. I know, the, I know the family and the business. Listen, go to Space Farms, Route 519 in Beamerville, the greatest zoo on the East Coast, if not the entire U.S. of A, run by the Space Family. Parker, how many years? 
Uh, this year is 95. Wow. I was going to say 94. I was close. But, Pargo, do you see, again, we made some gains. Republicans have made some gains the last election cycle. you see anything happening this election cycle? Not taking over either house. I get that. But incrementally is better than no gains at all. What do you think? I, I think uh, congressional-wise, you know, I think we're going to see, you know, I think we're going to take it because people are just tired. You know, even some of the, a lot of the Democrats are tired of Murphy's, you know. I mean, the, the guy should be in a, in a nursing home somewhere, you know, he, you know, <laughs> cooking on some tapioca pudding or something at lunchtime. Uh, obviously, he does, he's not in touch when people look at the gas prices, the inflation, everything, oh. you know. And, you know, a Democrat family still has to pay the same bills as a Republican family. So I think they're getting tired of it, too. Okay, Parker Space, thanks for joining us. Have a great summer, and we'll all be in touch. Mark, I want to call you next week and maybe get together sometime when I'm up that way. We got a dealio? Sounds, sounds like a plan. You take care, Parker. Be good. All right, be good. Parker Space calls it as this. So does Hal Wirtz. I mean, Hal's right there, equal tornadoes. And Steve Oroho is the aura that oversees it all. Hey, up against break. Grab that cup. Grab that rebel. Be right back. Hopefully, I have some time for a couple of quick fish reports. Rack and Fin Radio. Murphy is apoplectic. But, oh, he's not in the state right now. Again, he's laying the groundwork for the Democrat primary run for president. What do you think of that? Be right back. Rack and Fin. My opinion. My observation. Rack and Fin Radio. The WPG Talk Radio app is your connection to South Jersey's talk station. Get free, unlimited local and statewide news from New Jersey's largest radio news team. Download all of our local shows as podcasts and more. Powered by Ambient Comfort. For installation to repairs and maintenance, give Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling a call today at 856-213-6586. AmbientComfortNJ.com. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. As promised, I have a couple of minutes for some fish reports. Let's hop down to Mikey Cunningham. See y'all bait and tackle right there in Fish Alley. Critter, what's happening, little brother? Good morning. How are you? Oh, oh, oh. Going crazy, Mike. You're going crazy. Fish everywhere I hear. What's in the back? What's in the front? Go. Once we got over that full moon uh, last weekend, we got over it and it calmed down this week. The flounder bite went right back up to where it was. So um, I, that water's still chilly. I think those yep. flounders are going to hang around uh, at least until we have our next heat wave. So that's good news. Um, we're seeing... Uh, the sheep's head have showed up up around Townsend that we've seen Boom. some real nice ones with a Boom. couple of trigger fish with them. Jagger. So that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mike, I get um, my, I'm some... getting my frying pan of peanut oil ready, brother. Oh, sheep's oh, yeah. head and nice triggers. Blues and stripers on the beach. I'm still seeing nice stripers on the beach. So, uh, so that's been exciting. And the kings are here. My kingfish that's guys, they're smiling ear to ear. Some nice, big silver kings on the beach. Mike, you got bloods, fish bites? What are, the, what are the royals chewing on, man? Yeah, I mean, fish bites are flying out of here. Bloods, you know, with the price, they're a little slower, but they're right. moving out of here, too. But uh, And little bits of clam. I got a lot of guys who are have their bit, or have their striper rod out with a hunk of clam and then stripping out little bits of clam for their kingfish setup. And, uh Good. You know, keeping themselves busy doing that, too. Excellent. Mike, the blues are, what, all over cut bunker, plugs, metals. What's the dealio? Mullet's been the, mullet's been the, the mullet, thing. Okay. You know, I, most guys have a hunk of mullet out, and uh, that's been picking them up. They're sporadic. They're, they're here, and I get all these reports, and they disappear for a day or two, and then they're go. back. But uh, mullet has been the way uh, my guys are mostly getting them. Mike, two things before I let you go. The flatty bite in the back, gulp, minis, what's the deal? Minnows. Minnows are the bait of choice. It, After yeah. that, mackerel. Um, long Bingo. strips of mackerel, mackerel have been producing fish day in and day out, but minnows have been the, the number one go-to. Okay, Mikey, let's get it over real quiet. Weak fish. What's up with the weak fish? Weak fish, weak fish. What do we got? <laughs> Around. Uh-huh. Um, That's good enough. <laughs> it slowed from where it was, say, Memorial Day weekend, when right. that seemed to be almost a peak, um, but they're still getting them. Now, most of them are by accident. Most of the guys really? catch them are like, I was flounder fishing, I caught this weak fish. Um, you know, so they're around, but definitely slowed from the peak that was right around Memorial Day. Okay, Mike, we'll see you next week. How's the family, brother? 
Everybody's good. Long summer. Oh, whoa, whoa. One last, you know, Mike, I'm a sandbagger. What about the blue claws? How's the crabbing? Crabbing's been good. Again, once we got over the shed, and then we yep. got over that full moon and got into this week with the weather calmed down a little bit, crabbing, I would not say it's the best. I would not say it's awesome, but it's pretty darn good. Okay, Mike, see you next week, brother. Thank you. Have a good day. And we've missed him terribly. It's Captain Dave the Rave Show. Obsequian Bay Sports Center, 81 Natalie Terrace in Obsequian. He's still in that crab uh, shed, man. Crab shack, crab shed. What is going on with the soft shells, Dave? Then let's get to the bite. What's happening, man? Well, they're something that they ended up about two weeks ago, and things were quiet, and they've got a little bit of a shed going on right now. And there's, well, very, there's a limited amount of soft shells available in the tanks, and we have a pretty good shot of bait shedders available. If you want to chase down some of these, um, some of these weak fish that are floating around, oh, and yeah. I did, I did feed a couple of them to a couple of fat striped bass this morning. <laughs> good for you, man. Good for you. Cap, now, uh, you hearing anything of weak fish at night? Okay, you mentioned a weak fish, but is it mostly a night dealio? Well, you know how closed mouth these weak fishermen are. Damn, I was um, hoping to get one got, on the weak side. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't seen one in my boat yet. I've, I've just wor worked in the inland waterway for flounders a couple of times, and I have seen a couple get pulled in. Mm -hmm. um, but I, one of the crabbers up in Great Bay said. Said in the mouth of the Mollica, there's some really nice fish, weak fish, and they're going between three and six pounds, Oof. and they're yeah they're right right in the mouth. And he says it takes well, it says he he likes to drift them. A lot of guys up on that river anchor up, but he drifts them drifts, and he says you if you find a bump, find a find a quick drop, you know where the channel drops about two, three feet fast, and just just keep drifting that spot, and you'll catch them. Okay, Dave, to the flounder. What are the flounders chewing on? I know you're a gulp man, but are they also hitting minis? Oh, they always hit minis. They chew on the same things. It's just finding a preference for a given day. Is there you go. Ticket. Mm -hmm. but don't, you don't necessarily want to go out with one you know, one, one choice. You know, the same thing. You, know, you go to a restaurant... Even when you got a choice, sometimes there's one that's better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with these shedder crabs around, a couple times that I had have a chance to to catch to catch flounders, man, they have loved that shedder crab, and they always will. It's your favorite of everything. Um, but the, the minnows are great, and well, you know, I know you fish with me, and I I I double them up. Right. I put gulp on every hook I put down for flounder, and then I put the other bait on top of the gulp. Right. And uh, it, okay. you know, it, you, uh, right this time now, is it, what's your favorite color on the gulp? Is it the chartreuse or pink shine? Pink well, shine's been hot, and Barnegat Bay's been all, and Great Bay. Pink shine's been pink shine's been pink shine. What do you have up there? Well, you know, you know, the pink, every especially if you, you're looking on a weak fish for some reason, it may have a shrimp look to it or something, you know, and flounder like the pink. But I, I've been I've been alongside of you too long. We've shared that mic too many times, and it, it just ain't no use if it ain't, ain't chartreuse. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll put the chartreuse on one hook, pink on the other one. Um, I'll go um. Tell you what, these I still think with with the meat and the crabs and the shrimp, these these manis shrimp, especially the you know, the oh the new new penny manis shrimp with the chartreuse flappy tails in the back is an attractor and it's a getter. You got it, Dave. Okay, Cap. Before I let you go, crabbing. What's the what's the situation? Well, we came through a really really big shed, and man, I just I can't. Well, there, here's here's bad news. It don't matter where you go looking for it. Bunker has gone sky high in price. You ain't um, kidding, man. It's, you it's are, been, Dave. It's been a really, really tough even to find it. Um, yeah, the bunker is sky high, but the crabs are eating it. Um, it's yeah, they've really, really come on. They're all they're all filled up. Like I said, this last shed was about two weeks ago, and they've been in there eating, and now they're. Now they're heavy and and ready to take home and steam up. And hey, hey, show, show, they as fat as Tom P. <laughs>
Well, I don't know. Some, sometimes you, you go up and down lately. It depends. <laughs> I guess it depends on how, how good your boss is feeding you. Okay, Dave. Letting you eat one or the other. Dave, before I let you go, how's the lovey Judy? How's, how's uh, Kevin? How's Sugar? Oh, they're they're all good. Yeah, Judy just had a little oh a little work done on her knee, so she's ready to bounce around now. Okay. Um, she's yeah, sugars. Sugar's in here. She's chasing everything. She's she's going to war against these um black crown <laughs> night herons we got here trying to steal all our bait. Yeah. Okay, Cap. I'll see you this week, Dave. You be good. Okay, we'll see you. Yeah, thanks for the call, and we'll be here anytime you need us. You got it. Let's wrap it up with way cool Big Mike Tucker and Bait and Tackle on South Green Street in Tucker 10. Man, this is a hidden gem of a tackle shop. Reliable information. Big Mike, what's happening, brother? Okay, we got a whole lot of crabs getting caught down here right now. So if you're looking around for if you're looking for crabbies, it's time to get them now before the shed. Uh, out in the bay, the fluking. Get the boats going. There's plenty of fluke out there. Uh, squid, mini, spearing. Uh, a little bit of gulp, some uh, lead heads with, you know, tip with minis and all are doing the damage. And there are plenty of uh, over-18 keeper fish out there. That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm good. hearing. Yeah. Uh, real fast yeah. before I let you go, Mike, what about blues? Uh, any cocktails around one, two, three pounders? What are you hearing in Great Bay? What do you say? Uh, all I'm hearing there is occasionally some are uh, passing through uh, Little Sheepshead Creek, but it's nothing real regular on the blue fish out there. Anything on weak fish? Mike, weak fish. What do you got? Uh, <laughs> uh, bottom of, bottom of the tides. I'm hearing they're you know, they are catching weak fish. I have heard of some up to about 26 inches or so. Oh man! Hey, Mike, a good report. We'll see you this week, brother. All right, Tommy. Thank you very much. Have Take a care. Weekend. You too. Bye bye. That'll do it for this weekend. A rack and fin ready with me, Tom P. To the lovely lot, Robin Ebley. Our hearts, our prayers are with you. The passing of Charlie Chaz Ebley. Doris May, for up there in Barnicket Light. Charlie got out of the uh, biz a few years ago, sold the Doris May, had a 36 Enriquez, and uh, Johnny DeBona and, and Jimmy Hutchinson from the Fishman, we fished with him a couple of years ago. I chunted like a Viking, very confused seas. First time seasick in 30-something years. I said, Charlie, this is, a, this is a need of christening of your boat. He said, don't worry about it. Always a gentleman, always a wonderful man. Uh, condolences also uh, to his surviving brother, Ronnie, Charlie, Charlie, as he preferred to be called, I will see you on the other side, little brother. It's going to be brief because where I'm going, I'm sure you're not there. I'm sure you're on the on the right side. Going to miss you, big guy. Going to miss you. That'll do it for this week on Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. God bless America. God bless our troops. God bless our first responders. God bless law enforcement. Get out there and enjoy the glorious weather, the great fishing, the great crabbing this weekend. See you next week. Rack and Fin Radio. Governor Murphy is having fits. See you next week.